morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, and whenever you are tuning into this video. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to another episode of Ruthless Talk. Sunday, fun day. It is time yes, to sir. get into WWE backlash from last night. Now, if you are new to this platform, if you are new to this podcast, this is not just going to be any old little review show. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a show, guys. This is another edition of the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, if you guys are also new to this platform, allow me to demonstrate the rules to you. So, for each match and for each segment, um, that will get at least one tally. Um, for every tally that goes into that ugly column, that will be crossed off into two bads once we get into the final tally uh, for the show, whether determine whether it was a good or a bad show. Um, and that is pretty much it. It's, it's pretty simple as that. So, um, of course, there's been a lot of talk as well about the World Heavyweight Championship. There was announcements made by Paul Levesque, big nose, you know, three H's himself, um, about a tournament and about, <laughs> oh boy, freaking, you know, SmackDown and Raw competitors um, facing each other in a tournament. There, there's a lot that I want to say. A draft. It's a brand split. It's a brand split. It's this. And, oh, it's going to change the game. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. My fucking ass. <laughs> it wasted right. no freaking time. But Brian, we'll, we'll save that for, for the Monday Night Raw review is that's when the, yep. the tournament itself is going to start. So we'll, we'll save all of our chips into one basket once uh, that time comes for that, uh, for that Monday Night Raw show. Because today, for just for today, this is all about WWE Backlash from last night in san juan puerto rico so i just explained the rules i laid everything down let us dive straight into this was this a good show did it deliver well we're about to find out let's get into it wwe backlash may 6 2023 live in san juan puerto rico the show begins with uh, that camera drone that's like entering through the building they did the same thing uh, with the SmackDown show, yeah, I, I got to admit it was a pretty ass. darn cool in, uh, yep. visual. Yeah, for real. Um, you yeah. know, and it goes into the arena. You see like the packed, uh, the packed venue ass. of fans. It was a, it was tremendous. And and by the way, just shout out to that entire that that entire crowd, that Puerto Rico crowd. I mean, they yep. were yep. they were electric. For, I mean, this legit, this glorified house show, legit felt, you know, actually special. And again, guys, you can, you can thank. And for some of these tallies, you know, you can thank that that Puerto Rican crowd because that that, that was, I mean, seriously, before we do anything else, I want to give some cheers to that. They made that show last night. Seriously. If it yep. wasn't for that crowd, this just would have been another, just another dud of a freaking a premium live event as as thing as uh this company likes to call the, these uh pay-per-views nowadays so right. but shout out to that crowd they were electric for at least most part of, of this show so i gotta give major props uh to them but yeah so the, you you have that whole visual the crowd's ready they got their they're all excited the electricity is buzzing through the arena they had that uh, cool little camera shot and everything 
And now we go into our first match. The first match of the night was for the Raw Women's Championship. This was Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. Match time was well over 20 minutes. So how, how about that, man? A, a, yeah. a women's match that gets legit freaking over 20 minutes. Hey, Triple H, Vince, is that so hard to do? <laughs> I mean, can we see more of this on your on your weekly shows, man? Like, it, it's like, seriously, I mean, my, my God, man. Is, I mean, is that too much to freaking ask? But but thank, but seriously, these women got the time that they freaking deserved, which is awesome. Um, and the crowd was hot for Eos guy. I, I mean, yes. legit. I, I yep. mean, you would have thought that she was a babyface in this match. A and the crowd legit starting started to boo freaking Bianca Belair. Um, yep. It was it was a pro Eos Sky for for that crowd, and it was electric, and it made this match. 10 times freaking as, as fun as it is, it already was. Um, so yeah, the, the crowd is hot. They're chaining for EO sky. Uh, both women right from the jump, they're showing off their athleticism early on. I mean, guys, we knew what this was going to be. It's EO sky and Bianca Belair. We, we know with, yep. with these two that they were going to deliver. If again, if you give them the time of day, if you actually give them time, let them do their thing, then this is what they're going to produce nine times out of 10. Um, you know, Bianca lifts up, freaking EO with one arm in this match and EO actually takes a really nasty fall she kind of at first I thought she landed man. yeah it's like that was a major I mean she landed pretty much straight on her freaking her face. her face I mean it looked freaking bad um yeah. I, I like I sometimes listen I, I like the risk you know especially when it comes to Bianca because she's strong enough to do such um so but but thankfully eo was okay but yeah that that was very that looked very horrible then that hopefully that did not you know it, it didn't escort into anything serious then th then it could have um right, so right. so thankfully the match continued and, and eo sky was okay um eo counters a 450 splash from bianca eo then applies a cross face um and then you know both women are just going counter for counter with each other again just this match was just freaking so damn solid um you know eo then hits her hits her beautiful freaking moonsault her beautiful beautiful freaking moonsault best in the business, um, onto man. the outside S seriously legit man, the best in the game right now uh bianca then power bombs eo from the top rope um again this the way that freaking eo taking that freaking power slam like a freaking champion um, and EO Sky kicks out. Damage Control then hits the ring. Dakota Kai and Bailey they start to make their way to the ring. If you notice, like Dakota, as they're entering the ring, I didn't. I, I caught this as like actually. Um, I had to go back and watch it, but you can see as they're going down the ramp, Dakota's like pleading Bailey to not get involved I as they're that. going down okay. the ramp. You can yeah, if, like if you see her from behind, like she's trying to talk to Bailey, uh -huh. like like hey, like we we shouldn't be doing this, but Bailey's she's doing it anyway. Gotcha. Um, so damage control gets involved. Uh, Bianca goes for a KOD. EO Sky counters. Bailey gets involved once again, and this is where it gets really kind of sloppy. To be honest with you, Brian. I mean, yep. so Bailey gets involved in the ring, and then Bianca's trying to throw Bailey out of the ring, and then it was botched. They the, they they botched it going her through the ring ropes. It just looked really freaking ugly. Um, and, and you know, and it's 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 just a shame because I mean, like, listen, I. I understand what they were trying to do, but again, just like everything that came across the ending of this match was just, it was, it was hard to watch. Seriously. Yeah. Um, it was, it was just that bad. Um, you know, uh, Kai attacks Belair while the referee is distracted. 
Io goes for her moonsault, uh, and the referee catches Bailey holding on to Belair's braid like that's going to freaking do anything at all. Like she doesn't have freaking legs, freaking hips that she can just power her way out of it. Like what like, like what the fuck is holding her braid going to do? Like yeah. I really want to know. Like it was just it was weird. It was just so and the referee doesn't even do anything. She's just pointing at freaking Bailey like, "Oh, like I see what you're doing." He's I not doing you. it. He's He's like, "Oh, I got you." <laughs> you know, right? It's just like right. but he's not doing shit. He's just pointing at her. Um, it was just, and then so, and then Bel Air counters. So again, holding on to the braid just so it made Bailey look like a freaking schmuck, an idiot. Uh, it was just really the way this was done was just so odd. Um, Bel Air then takes the takes advantage um, and gains the upper hand, and then when it's all said and done, Bel Air hits the KOD to Io Sky for the W, and Bianca Bel Air retains her title. I have done a lot of talking to start the show. So, Brian, I'm going to let you have the floor. Your thoughts um, on this opening match for the Raw Women's title to start the night off. Uh, first, I'll start with a fantastic crowd. Absolutely, man. Um, huge props to them. I know we've both mentioned it here times before of just how important a crowd can be in, in any wrestling event. So, um Absolutely. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Hu- mm-hmm. Huge shout out both nights for, for SmackDown and for um, yeah. Backlash. Um, and I will say, we'll, we'll, I'll save this for a little later, but there was a, a few times where it was interesting where they were kind of silent. Um, and, and I'll have more to speak on that later. But um, as far as the match goes, yeah, man, it was a, a fantastic match up until kind of the ending. Once, once kind of damage control came out there and it was the distractions. Um and man, that that one, oh man, EO laid on her face like that botch was, uh, that that was hard. Yeah. <laughs> that was tough, man. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll say, you know, like I, I'm not putting it all on Bianca. Um, you know, yeah. there's, there's two people involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's timing issues, you know, chemistry in the ring. But I will say, I, I feel like over the last few months, there have been like just issues like that in, in her matches. It doesn't matter kind of like who it is. It could be anybody with just little, like it's going really slow um, or the chemistry's way off or just little, you know, botches big or small. Um, so yeah. And, and like I said, not all her fault, um, but it just kind of seems like that's kind of how it's going in her matches. Um, but man, Eosky, bro, man, I, I really, Here's the thing. I, I hope WWE would would really listen to that crowd and their reaction to EO. Yeah. Um, but again, long term, I don't think they will, man. Because no. at the end of the day, oh, no. they're still going to spend most of their time in, you know, show in Jackson, Mississippi and Mobile, Alabama. And, you know, I, I could be way off here, but I, I am almost certain i would bet a lot that a big part of why wrestlers such as herself do not get the push that they maybe have earned or deserved is the language thing and that's just that's especially this day and age when you you could have managers and mouthpieces and factions and you know all different kinds of things to to mitigate some of that um that's just that's unfortunate but Man, she had a fantastic match. Um, I, I spoke about this our, our last episode. Like, I really, 
again, and I miss what you said, where EO was trying to like you know push back, tell damage control like not Dakota, really to yeah. intervene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I miss that. So uh, again, if you you had spoken to it about the the crowd, um, is this this is no time better than now to maybe turn Bianca heel, uh, maybe EO face, and she breaks away from damage control because we spoke about that earlier or last week too, where. Now Bailey and Dakota are in a tag team, and you know, so maybe that's a route they're going. Um, but man, I, I hope they prove me wrong. Uh, but I feel like at the end of the day, after you know, maybe she gets a little month run here in like the main event picture. But I think ultimately she's going to fall back into you know a virtual obscurity, and yeah. that's really unfortunate because she's way better than that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, all in all, a great start to the night, uh, the ending of the match. Yeah. could have been done much better. Um, but I love the crowd interaction. I think up until the last match or the last few minutes of the match, both Bianca and EO, that, that was a hell of a match, man. Um, it really, really was. So kudos to both of them. And, uh, overall a pretty good start to the night, man. Absolutely. Very nice, yeah. And it's fu- it's funny you mention um, with, with EO Sky. You know, Michael Cole made a comment um, after the match was over, like you know, or or during the match, I should say, like this was the EO Sky that we've all been waiting for. Like she's never had this in her since the day she came to the fucking main roster. If you guys right. have watched NXT, guys, you know how talented, and I mean how talented, this freaking woman is. But yep. Brian, you are absolutely right. There, there is no doubt in my mind. This is it's it's like a it's it's like a you know uh it's like a dog owner giving their their dog a treat. Like oh here, it's like we're gonna give you uh we're gonna give Stop you this match. Bottom. Oh you did so good. Here's a treat, and then like we're gonna put you right back where you were, and that's back pretty much into irrelevancy. Um, because yeah. again, guys, we we also I really really about hope this. not, man. Like prove yeah, and again, I, I and we hope we're wrong yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. but. But again, this company doesn't deserve our benefit of the doubt that that's going to that that's going to happen. Because again, mm-hmm. and again, if you guys know NXT, if you've seen this woman's work for years, you guys know how good this woman is. It's not a shock to me. You know, it's not a shock to me that these two just completely just tore the roof off the freaking place in yeah. this freaking match. Um, and it's you know, Mike, and again, the whole Michael Cole thing. It's just like, oh, like this was the EO Sky that we've been that we all knew that was in her. It's like, yeah, we yeah, know no that shit. because she's we, done we, it her yes, entire fucking right. career. <laughs> like, seriously, it's just, you know, and, and, but yet, and, and like you mentioned, Brian, it, it, you know, sh- there's no doubt that she's going to have this little title match and, and she's mm-hmm. just going to go right back to where, you know, and again, I, I, I reference Asuka all the time. Like, Asuka was just drafted to SmackDown and yet we still she's probably still in the freaking doghouse because of comments that she made on social media or whatever right. uh and again i and i don't and i don't think they're going to give any nor that they deserve benefit of the doubt of how they're going to book eo sky right. m- moving forward it's just mm-hmm. it's and it's a shame because you know you again i just wish that this company hears that right they yeah. hear that reaction they hear how how the puerto rican crowd how they feel about Again, a, a woman like EO Sky and how talented she is and, and say like, man, like, l- let's not waste any time. Like, let's give this woman something 
you know, obviously, and of course, you know, we, we knew that she wasn't going to win the match anyway, which right. kind of sucks. Yeah. I would yeah, yeah. honestly, deep down, like personally, I wish they could have just freaking just, just pulled, pulled a, one. Pulled yeah. a Houdini and just had her just win the fucking title, honestly. Yeah. Um, cause it's a shame. Cause it's like with Bianca and I love Bianca Belair so much, I but it's too. just like, yep. I, you know, and, and you knew that honestly, she was going to win this match. Cause she stated on SmackDown about her milestone. Like, you know, if I, if I'm able to beat EO sky, then I become the longest uh, champion or women's right. champion in in history or or something along those lines, like like achieving some type type of milestone, and, yeah. and that's and again it's it to me it's just I don't get it like why are we why why are we tarnishing somebody's freaking somebody's reputation their their you know what what what's 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 the word I'm looking for like trying to book somebody properly yeah. over a freaking milestone in a title reign that's been irrelevant by the way no offense to bianca that's and that's no fault to her own but this title reign has been it's been a dud there's been nothing memorable about it we haven't seen her heel yet man i mean maybe it's like that's a route yeah they should probably explore right now like and and maybe and maybe that is the case i i I don't know but 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 to to, but to kind of like but 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 to have bianca go over just because she's She's about to achieve this milestone in a title reign that hardly anybody's going to remember. I, I, I'm sorry, that that that's that's garbage. That that's hot freaking garbage. Um, but and and of course, like I mentioned, the ending. This ending was freaking ugly. How, but again, I say but. This match was damn good. Yeah. And the and yeah. I think a lot of good outweighed the bad in this situation. So with that being said, this opening match with Io Sky and Bianca Belair, as you can see, goes into the good column. So Brian, I'll have you make your tally and then we'll move on to this next segment. So the floor is yours. Yep. Yep. Same for me. I'm, I actually got two there. One, I'm too good. For the okay. For, well, one for the crowd, man. Cause for the absolutely. crowd. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. The crowd. And then the match. Absolutely. The ending could have been better. Nice. But the match nice. overall. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It was a good match. Yeah. And again, um, yeah. And that's, and honestly, if I would have, if, if you take away the ending of this match, I would have, le- I legit would have given this a great. Seriously, yeah. it, it was that, fr- it was that freaking good. It was, um, yeah. you know, if you just, if again, if you take away that sloppy ending, which, which again, with the Bailey holding the braid, and, and you know, Bianca trying to throw Bailey through the ropes, and it was botched, and it was just again, everything just looks so sloppy, yeah. and and it just kind of diminished a lot of what could have really been great in this match. But however, this this match overall outweighed a lot of bad that was a part of this match and both ladies deserve their props you know mm. congrats to bianca does she turn heel yep. d- d- does do they change something with her character i don't know what's next for her i don't know and with eo sky i mean we we know also brian that you know damage control is probably coming to an end at some point so who, yeah. so who knows uh, or, or or do they just continue to keep this Th- this faction going That's okay. I, I, I don't Who know because I, I felt the same about like the street profits but they're still together um, yeah so yeah I, I mean it feels like they i mean it feels like at least for the past three weeks to or coming out of wrestlemania that's kind of how they were headed and now it's just like in a stage of it could go either way <laughs> really yeah they could, absolutely yeah. so yep. but in and, and of course with eo sky i mean tr- tremendous performance but again this company yep. hasn't given us the benefit of the doubt that they are going to have something for her, um, whether with with damage control or without damage control, you know they don't deserve 
neither do you, mm-hmm. Brian, the benefit of the doubt that they're going to make this woman special because they haven't done it with Asuka. And again, if your name's not Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair, you know, and, and Rhea Ripley, I guess maybe you could throw Rhea Ripley in there. I mean, even her so far since she's won that title, it's she so hasn't, far. she hasn't re- so far, they yeah. haven't done shit to with that title reign at all, especially the yeah. build with Selena Vega. And we're going to get to that match later on. Um, but again, if, if you're not one of those two women that I just mentioned, then you're going to get the short end of the stick every single time. And until WWE does such, then they don't deserve that benefit of the doubt, guys. So yeah. that's all I can really say. Um, up next, we have, oh man, <laughs> get ready for this, Brian. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Omas. Match time in length was 10 and a half minutes. Guys, I, 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 I'm going to tell you guys right now. I could legit, if I really wanted to, put an ugly be- just because of this freaking song. Seriously, I, I, I listen. I understand. There's a place with like Cody Rhodes and the 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 the, the song during uh, or the cheer or the whoa the whoa in his song, right? You have Shinsuke's right, little right. tune. You have Sami Zayn's, like right, like that's fine, right? But and Seth Rollins, like okay, it's cool for a good ten seconds, but several fucking minutes. It's like it's like it's yeah. like the crowd sounds like walking fucking zombies, like just singing the same. Fucking tune. <laughs> It's just—it's ridiculous. I—I I, I don't understand. And, and when you notice too, Brian, once that crowd, once that song is done, th- there's no—the crowd reaction is no different for Seth. It's yeah, there's yeah. there's no there's no reaction for Seth unless you're not no. singing that song. No, no, <laughs> I mean, do we again? Do we really care about what's uh, of Seth Rollins in this character? I, I've spoken so much about this character and how it doesn't make sense but yeah we're gonna throw this character a fucking world title oh and and then what guys like and again i'm gonna say this again then what Mm -hmm. seth rollins wins the world title then what 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 are we gonna do this 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 freaking character did nothing with the united states championship we're gonna give this character the world heavyweight championship stop man he doesn't need the freaking title at all he doesn't need this title to be freaking prestigious man like, like, give this yeah. to again the J and J security character, right? When he had, when that first world that first WWE championship reign when he when he cashed in at WrestleMania when he was with Jamie Noble that whole J and J security right mm-hmm. that character and the babyface character when he was Intercontinental Champion I believe that was back in 2018 those two characters shit all over this all over this Joker this anti heel whatever the hell you want to call this character and yeah. listen. Listen, if, if people want to go and sing and, and they want to sing this song and they want to harmonize, then that's fine. I'm glad they're having fun, right? But my God, man, it's just like after several minutes, it just becomes like just nauseating. Like seriously, I mean, I don't give a shit if I'm in the minority. Like seriously, like that that's just genuinely how I feel. Like enough of this song. I can't stand it. I hate it with a fucking passion. It, it's just like enough. It, is it cool for a few seconds? Yes. But after several fucking minutes, it's like I want to mute the fucking television screen. Like yeah. enough, man. Good. I and mean, that's all Seth Rollins has. I'm sorry. That That's all he's had is that freaking song. Once that song goes off, th- then there's nothing. There's nothing about Seth Rollins that, that that's going to captivate you. Because if you take away that song, there's nothing else. So, but here's what I'll say about this match, and, and before how I before I get any further, and then Brian, I'll send and I'll give you your thoughts in just a second. This match was actually 
solid. <laughs> Seriously, I know, James, you're talking positive about an Omos match. Like, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning? Uh, no, I didn't. I slept very fine. Thank you very much. And and yes, I'm being genuinely serious. This match was actually was was darn solid. It was actually one of Omos's best matches that I've actually have seen. However, oh, this by far. A- absolutely. Yeah, not even a question. But yeah. here's the but here's the problem. Was this pay-per-view worthy? The answer's no. I, I could have right. seen this match. You're telling me I'm paying my hard-earned money to frick it, to watch that? To watch a Seth and Omos match? For for no <laughs> we didn't even know the match was gonna happen like two two weeks ago. They they just throw this match on the car and they expect us to give a fuck. Again, this is a match that's no better on a Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, guys. I don't care if that sounds harsh. I mean, I'm just being I'm just being genuine. I'm just being real here. Um, but m- more on that later. Um, so again, the crowd is singing their freaking song. I'm just like the, the spotlight's on Seth, and I'm just like I'm, I was this close, Brian, to just muting the fucking TV. I'm just like enough with this shit. Uh, Omos attacks Rollins from behind. Uh, Rollins hits a spitting DDT along with a frog splash. Omos Omos. Uh, kicks out at one so they're trying to like make that a huge deal like he's kicked out at one uh, which i didn't mind it was fine again this the match was was actually solid i mean again i'm giving credit where credit is due to both men i mean this was a solid match they made it work um and again i think that now and again that shows you how talented seth rollins is which is why i'm frustrated that we can't do any better than what than what we have with this character just Mm -hmm. you know it just makes no sense to me um Rollin goes for a stomp and then Omos kind of stops it with his hands. He like stops the resistance. He's like stops the momentum and resistance with his hands and he counters it. He hits a choke slam, uh, like his double choke slam or whatever. Uh, Rollins then kicks out. Um, Rollins hits two stomps and Omos kicks out. Uh, MVP starts to get involved. Rollins then hits another stomp, but this time from the top rope. So he jumps from the top rope. He delivers the stomp smashes Omos's head uh, from the canvas and picks up the W as Seth Rollins uh, wins this match. Uh, decent, decent little ending. Um, I, I don't mind the ending at all. And I don't mind this match, but again, guys, if you're being honest with yourself, this match did not deserve to pay freaking how, however much money it is to, for, for Peacock or whatever pay-per-view streaming that you're watching. It's, it's not bro. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, again, it's just, I, I, and people are praising this, that this was actually great, that this was good. I like, I don't understand where we're, where we're going with, with that. Was it, was it solid? Yeah. I'll give it solid. And again, and this is no fault to either men like Omos and Seth, they deserve all the praise for this match. But just because this was a decent match, doesn't mean I'm going to praise this as a good, because again, it's a match that I could have just seen for free on a Monday night raw. And, and, and that's, that's just the reality. Um, you know, it's just, it's the same Seth Rollins character. He's going to go on to win a world title. And again, I, I don't understand what, what that's going to do at all. Um, with this character, it's just, I, again, I understand people like the song. I understand that. But guys, if you take that song away from Seth, the guy has nothing. He's just a confused anti-hero, whatever character he is. And that's just the reality, man. Um, but it's just, and again, props to Omos. You know, I know, I know the common thing a lot to do as well is just to shit on Omos, but sometimes we also got to give credit where credit is due. Omos, you know, he, he, he held his own and and he, and he put on a, a, a solid 10 plus minute match here. So, 
Before I give my tally and my final thoughts, Brian, I'll, I'll send this off to you. Your thoughts on Seth Rollins versus Omos. Yeah, I got a lot to say about the just the situation overall. And the match, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it was, for, for what we've seen from Omos and this match kind of just be, being thrown together, um, I'll say Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins made Omos look as good as he can possibly look right now. And Omos, you know, he 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 delivered in his spots. I did like, you know, there was a few things in there where he was like um, interacting, you know, mocking the crowd, you know, which we haven't seen a whole lot from him. But um, I, I felt like even in those moments, it was just kind of like his timing was good with it. You know, I, I felt it, it was just overall, it's the best I've seen Omos, you know, especially for that extended period of time. So, you know, that being said, um, it, de- it definitely over-delivered on my expectations of the match. Um, you know, but going forward, I, I agree with you. I, I'm, I would bet on Seth Rollins being the winner of this new title and his current character right now. I just think it would be kind of garbage. And with Omos, um, man, listen, Vince McMahon has... And always, as long as I've been watching wrestling, had this almost like obsession with like quote unquote giants, right? Um, Andre the Giant, look, I mean that guy was a unicorn. Uh, he that that was a one in a million uh, combination of a lot of things. Um, but I can just think since then, and even then, you know, back back in the eighties when I was watching, uh, there was a guy named Big John Stud. Um, who was, I, I guess, Stud, yeah, yeah, like, you know, kind yeah. of the second biggest guy. He might've been like a six ten sort of guy, seven foot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm trying to think of, of, of other ones. Uh, El Gigante, right. Um, even Paul White, the big show, like when he, when he debuted with WCW, it was pretty good. And even his debut with WWE initially when he came out and, uh, you know, in the McMahon um, Austin feud, uh, initially, like that started off pretty good. Um, point being, like Vince McMahon has never really hit on another giant, so to speak. Um, or at least, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, Kevin Nash was a good one, whether it was Diesel or or Nash. Yeah, Kevin Nash, yeah. Uh, Kevin Nash was, was, but other than that, um, that's honestly like, the only I, person that comes to mind. Honestly, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, Mark, I mean, well, Mark Henry, I mean, that's, because, I mean, the no, whole, I won't even consider I mean, he was Mark in freaking bed with freaking Mae Young, for F's sake. <laughs> I mean, not only on, in bed, man. they had a baby together, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, yeah, point Christ. being that, um, you know, he's kind of, it's almost like he's always been in search for, like, this next Andre the Giant. Um, yeah. And none of them have ever hit. Again, the, the most success, successful and maybe closest to it would probably be Kevin Nash. Um, mm-hmm. But you think about here. Here's the thing with with a, a, a athlete of that size. Um, I'm not even. Well, we have a part time champion now, so I mean, shit. Maybe it could maybe be perfect for a guy the size of Omos. But I don't think a guy that size anymore 
could or should really be like, you know, built and booked. I, I don't know, maybe for a short period of time, but I'm just, I'm just thinking long-term, right? A guy seven foot three, 350, 400 pounds. Uh, you know, if you want your champion defending every Monday night, every, you know, the house hitting the house shows, the, you know, SmackDowns, the whatever, that's a very, very taxing schedule or, you know, on somebody of that size. Not that these guys, these men and women aren't absolutely incredible athletes, but at the end of the day, that's a lot to freaking ask. Um, but anyway, you know, this match overall uh, delivered better than I thought it would. Yeah. Again, it, it made Omos look as good as he possibly could. So shout out to Seth and shout out to Omos for showing a little bit more like in ring uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. In-ring awareness, in-ring... Um, IQ, I guess, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe more in-ring IQ. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, yep. so yeah, so, and, and with all that being said, guys, right, you know, I, I understand people, majority of people are praising this match, as and, and rightfully so, because it was decent. But again, guys, you know, Bianca Belair and EO Sky, that's a pay-per-view worthy match. And they delivered as such. So to call that good and have this match the same in the same level as good, guys, I, I would just be disrespecting B- Bianca Belair and Eo Sky <laughs> if that's the case. So, and again, and again, I'm telling you guys right now, I could legit put this in the freaking ugly because there was nothing memorable about the match. There was nothing that screamed pay per view worthy about this match. Right. right. Oh, but the crowd was into the song and they're singing this. Okay, I hear that every fucking Monday night. Fuck I don't, song, it's like seriously. So, I, I, and I'm be, I'm being super generous, Brian, with this. Super, super generous. It's not going to go into the ugly. However, this match, it's going to go into the bad. Um, I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I, that's and that, and that's me being generous because if if this was up to me personally, this would get a freaking ugly. Um, because again, there's, there was no build to this match. No one asked for this match. They hardly, they had one segment, one segment on a Monday night raw. That was it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they put no stock and effort in, in, into making this must see going into the match. It, it just right. doesn't make sense for me to put this into the good again. Was it a good match? Of course it was. Yes. I acknowledge that. And, and, and this is no fault as to Omos or Seth themselves. It's just the way that they've been booked and the way that this match was just put on paper. That, that's it. And, yeah. But again, if, and if I'm going to call this good, then, <laughs> then what does that say for the tally that I just put in for Bianca and Io Sky? You know, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I got to be realistic here. Yeah. So, so before we get into our third match, so that's what I have so far. One good in the good column, that was Bianca and Neo Sky, and one bad for Seth Rollins and Omos. Uh, Brian, your tally before we get into this third match of the night. So I, I, I'm going to ask forgiveness from the Ruthless Talk community because um, I, I know, especially once we get to the end of the show here and tally it up, I'm probably going to talk out both sides of my mouth, and I apologize because a lot of the show, like, I'm really on the fence about a lot of it. Um you know, I, I agree with everything you said. Like, storyline, build, um, you know, all of that. Where they're going from here, none of that made sense in in, in regards to this match. <laughs> like, at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, generally speaking, I am 
more of a storyline driven guy. However, in this match, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just having a, a crazy moment or maybe I'm just being over generous. Um, cause it really did like, uh, it, it, it over delivered to the degree that, you know, I was actually somewhat, you know, I can't even say impressed, impressed, maybe even be too far to go, but just, it, it was much better than I ever anticipated. And even to go 10 minutes, like I thought this was going to be like a legit three minute, you know, fucking <laughs> what, what are we even doing out here? Kind of match. Um, so for that reason, and you know, Oma showed me a little bit more. And again, given the circumstances and the story, I get it. None of it made sense, but you know, I'm not sure right now there would be another guy better suited to go other than maybe like a Cody Rhodes or something just to, to, to teach Omos. Like I, I, I feel like that was a good um, somebody to get, you know, I know we didn't like it as fans and the, the story, well, there was no story, so it sucked, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like th- that I feel like was a good opponent for, for Seth, to make him look as good as he could and for Omos to, to learn a little bit more yeah. and pick up it a little bit. It didn't fall flat know? on their, it didn't totally fall flat on their face. Yeah. I guess is what, <laughs> yeah. Right. So for that reason, I'm going to go ahead and put this in the good. So right now I got three goods, no bad, no ugly. Damn it, Brian. You're making me look like the asshole here, man. <laughs> Come on. No, no, I'm not I'm trying. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. I'm kidding. because I wanted to, you know, yeah, and I'm again, storyline-wise, it is shit. Complete shit. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Hey, no, hey. No, no. no like I said, man, I, and I agree with, with what about the match itself. Yeah. Um, I, I, there, you are no, you are not wrong when it comes to the aspect of the match. Um, it's just that, you know, again, just before we get into this, um, this next match here, it's just. I just think of matches that are just pay-per-view worthy. This just did not scream pay-per-view yeah, worthy to you me. Yeah, you could have done this on a Raw, and, and yeah. it, it, it would have been just as good as on a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right, absolutely. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, and, and guys, and this is why I have people like Brian on the show. You know, sometimes, you know, you'll get, you know, you get two, you know, two thoughts, processes from, from two different comparisons, from two different perspectives. So this is why I have Brian here. So, again, whether you like it or not, you know, that that's totally fine, you know, but again, and I, I just go back to the whole thing about honesty. You know, I just think that, that we can do better, but, uh, but again, but this is why I have people like Brian on this platform. You know, it also gives me, you know, somebody, you know, to have a, maybe a different perspective about, about things in the way that things are being done. So, but yeah, Brian, I like, I like your, t- I like your board so far. Um, so d- does WWE keep this up? Well, let's find out as we go into our third match here. Third match was, oh man, the United States Championship match. This was your champion, Austin Theory, versus challengers, Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley. Match time in length, guys, was seven minutes. I'm going to repeat that. Seven freaking minutes. Like Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley, all of these dudes, right? You would think that this would maybe go 10 plus minutes or something. No, 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 no. Only, only seven freaking minutes. And, and guys, and it's bad. And like, uh, and here's the thing too: Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley in the same ring at the same freaking time. We're getting it of again, bro. A- again, it's bad enough that we've seen this 
the entire entirety of of 2022 and now we're already halfway we're we're almost halfway we're gonna get it again exactly don't be shy you're probably gonna get it on a smackdown or or some type of right you're maybe get like a rematch right on on a smackdown they'll pump up they'll pump that shit up right um Uh again it's just it's redundancy guys how many times do i need to see these same two people in the ring and by the way the match was freaking sloppy as shit uh, a theory was not good in this match at all. He's trying to gain this heel. He needs to learn a thing or two about, with, with, from Dominic because the moon, the minute that this dude just walks into a freaking building, this dude gets instant heel heat. Meanwhile, Austin Theory needs freaking pumped in crowd noise just to get some heel heat. It's that freaking bad. Yeah. Um, and I tried to defend Austin Theory and, and give this dude a chance and, and see where this with the where this kid can go, but it's clear as day that they are trying their hardest. To get this dude to grab some any type of heel heat imaginable, they had this dude beat Cena and and many others, and nothing yet is working. And, and Brian, and, and the way that this is continuing, I don't know if it's it's ever going to work at all. I, I mean, right? on, I mean, this is yeah. really ridiculous, and it's just it's garbage. It, it's fucking it's fucking atrocious. Um, like honest, and the fact that he's in the ring with Bobby Lashley that I'm paying money to see that I just saw it for fucking free legit freaking last year and even freaking months ago just a couple months ago and now i have to pay to see it again come on bro enough um so bobby lashley so so bronson reed in theory they're teaming up to take out lashley in this match uh bobby lashley body slams theory with one arm so there's like your one little oh oh cool bobby lashley's lifting with one arm i i mean the i mean have you seen bobby lashley i hope he can freaking <laughs> do some crazy shit like that um yeah. unless you know yeah. it's just again man like honestly uh, lashley applies the heart lock to theory uh reed so then so bobby's trying to counter it they end up on the ground Reed hits the tsunami onto Lashley, and Lashley kicks out at two. Uh, Bronson Reed attempts a moonsault from the top rope. Um, Lashley, or I'm sorry, Theory side, sidesteps it. Lashley hits the spear to Bronson Reed. Theory just tosses out Lashley like he's just freaking ricochet like a fucking cruiserweight or, or whatever. <laughs> right. And Theory pins Bronson Reed for the one, two, three. Austin Theory defends his title and wins this match um yeah (laughs) i got guys i have i have no words uh, honestly uh this was probably like like, we praised puerto rico about their electricity this was probably the 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 the, i mean they were this was the the least the lowest point of of the night of this crowd was was this match um i I mean honestly i mean it's like as soon as austin theory won it's like the life just kind of got sucked (laughs) out of this crowd i I mean guys it's just like i don't understand i mean was austin theory winning this match the right call i mean realistically yes um i I wouldn't have had him lose this match i mean not to bronson i mean bronson reed i mean i like bronson you can maybe make an argument that bronson can win this match i don't think he's ready yet for that so, um and, and yeah. Bobby Lashley, like he just hold he just held the freaking US title. We're gonna put another US title reign on him, like he's gonna feel that much more special. Guys, stop. Uh it's, I, I it's mean like, obviously it's the, uh, it's the same with the uh what's the title over at AEW? The TNT title? The, the, the TNT title. Thing. It's it's same the, the people, booking the booking of this United States championship, yeah. right? And, and and the TNT title is no different. The only difference is, is that Austin Theory is actually holding it for a significant amount of time. That's it. 
<laughs> That's yeah. it. There's nothing special about this title, nor the freaking rain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, I, I don't, I just, guys, I, I'm baffled. Um, I, I really, really am. And I, I'm trying to gather the, the thoughts and, and the words for this, uh, but I, I'm going to save it. Brian, I'll have you start and, and also give you your tally, your, your thoughts on this triple threat match for the United States title. Yeah, uh, definitely the least interesting probably part of the show. Um, eh, I mean, the highlight of it for me, uh, you ever, well, Bam Bam Bigelow, do you recognize that name? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so the moonsault from uh, Bronson Reed just it reminded me of uh, yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. First guy I ever saw of, of like that kind of size, you know, do something. And so, shout out to Bam Bam, man. Back in the yeah. day, if y'all, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, the match overall, especially considering the way it ended, where Lashley hits the spear, but then Theory gets the pin. You know, I mean, fucking. First, are they going to be on the same show? I see. I don't have my roster yes. out here. So, oh no, first Bra- show back, Austin Theory and, and Bobby Lashley, right? Yeah, yeah, same yeah. They're show. on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're so, going to yeah. see it, you're, bro. You're going to see it more and more and more and more and more and more and more because they yep. don't have anything else that they have. They don't have a fucking clue what to do with Lashley, and they are lost with Austin Theory. I've said this a couple weeks ago as well. They don't know what they're doing, bro. And they throw them yeah. in there for se- for seven minutes. But I mean, Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley can't last more than seven minutes in this match. Are you fucking kidding me? That That's a fucking, I mean, uh, I mean, we're, we're joking, right? But big old Bronson Reed and big old Bobby Lashley, and they're losing right. to theory in, in seven minutes. I mean, yeah. cut the shit. I mean, what are we fucking doing? But yeah, Brian, go ahead. Continue. So yeah, final, I mean, the tally, yeah. That goes into ugly for me, both both for the storyline yeah. and the match. Uh, I mean, both of them suck right now. So yeah, it's yeah, just absolutely sure. and just and to make this short as well as I, as I make my tally here, guys. This was this this again. I go back to p- matches feeling like pay per view worthy matches. This was the complete freaking opposite. The same way I just spoke about Seth Rollins and Omos. The same yeah. way I'm going to talk about this match. You have two big behemoths in Lashley and Reed, and they're losing. They don't. They can't even last ten minutes Especially, in a triple threat. You would think with with multiple participants at a time in one segment in one match, it would go at least about a at least around that double digit ten minute mark, right? But no, no, because yeah. it's 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 a shame. It, it really freaking is. And guys, this was not bad. You know, it's it's bad enough. That again, theory and Lashley again. What else has been different about this match that we haven't yeah. already seen? Seriously, there yeah. was nothing memorable about this match. This match wasn't even good. It was sloppy as shit. Austin Theory didn't look good in this match at all. Uh, Bronson Reed, I give him credit. That freaking moonsault was nice, and you know, Theory sidestepping well, and everything. Attend. Yeah, yeah. The only attempt, right? Yep. Um, and I mean, Lashley was fine, but Austin Theory in the beginning. I mean, it was guys. It was awful. Go back and again. Don't take my word for it. Go back and watch it yourself. There's nothing about it about this match that you're going to go back and watch or remember. And this oh, is a wow. pay-per-view war. This is supposed to be a pay-per-view championship match. It's like, guys, I'm sorry. It's not going to cut it. This is not bad. Brian, I'm with you. This was freaking ugly as fuck. Yeah. Seriously. Um, guys, I don't want to have to do that. But again, that, that is the most, that is the honest, the most fair I, I can be um, as well as Brian in regards to this match. So, 
So for Brian, I know you have three good and now one in the ugly yeah, now. Ugly, so yeah, that one yeah. ugly gets crossed off into two bad. So your board is right now three to two. And for me, <laughs> mine's a little bit on the other side right now. <laughs> I have one in the good. That was Bianca and Io Sky. The one bad was Seth and Alma, Seth Rollins and Almas. Even though the match was good, again, there was nothing memorable about the match. I could have just watched this match on a freaking Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. That's just the, that's just the truth, man. Yeah. Um, you know, even again, the match was good, but there was nothing memorable about it and the build and nobody gave a shit going into it either. Um, and the ugly yeah. of, like we just mentioned was this United States championship match. So for my board, you're looking at three to one in the bad. So again, you know, I at least you. the good that, news that, is the good news saying, is, like, is that go ahead, go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. I could have on a lot of these, like I said, I, it's 50, 50, like I, there's, there's cases to be made for both. And it's yeah. just, uh, a slight thing, and I could go either way, really. Abs- absolutely, absolutely. So, good news is, is that WWE still has enough time in this show to redeem themselves, or you know, continue to keep this aflowing. Do they do that? Well, let's find out. Up next, the SmackDown Women's Title is on the line. Your champion Rhea Ripley versus challenger Selena Vega. Selena Vega comes out. She has the Puerto Rican flag, and she has the the Puerto Rican colors and the attire. I thought that was pretty cool. She actually got a decent pop from the crowd. Um, you know, that being her, that her heritage and stuff. And obviously she, and she's from Queens. She's Queens, New York, man. So how can we not freaking love Selena Vega? <laughs> so, um, I mean, looking like a million bucks. Um, so, so shout out to her. Her family was at ringside. Um, you know, she's getting emotional during introduction. So good for her, man. Seriously. I'm sure that that meant a lot to her. Uh, I'm sure those were genuine, like legit tears, like happy tears oh, from, from Selena. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. sh- so shout out to her, man. She, she, does, she deserves that moment. Um, and, and more happy for her, um, as well guys match time in like, but here, here's where I go into a completely different direction. And I don't want to go into this direction. This match guys was five minutes. This was a, a title match on a pay on a pay-per-view show. Five minutes. I understand Rhea Ripley winning this championship was the right call as she should win the title. But again, five minutes, guys, that is no, that is almost as close to this being a squash match. So Selena, I mean, listen, if you guys know this as as well as I do, Selena Vega can actually go in that freaking ring. She's not just a manager. She's not just a pretty face. If you actually have seen this woman in the ring from a time or two, when she is in the ring, she's actually solid. You, you can't tell me you can't bring – you again, I go back to the, the United States title match. You can't tell me you can't make this match 10-plus minutes or at least 10 minutes. At the bare minimum, you can't make this match 10. It's a title match. And this is Selena's big moment. This is where she showcases herself, right? This is where she would look good and somewhat look good in defeat, right? Guys, she lost in five fucking minutes i don't care if it's rhea ripley i i don't care if, if if it's if it's my grandmother from across the street i don't give a fuck who she's losing to it's five minutes in a title match on a pay-per-view event what different was selena vega booked in this match that she hasn't been again on a smackdown or a raw i want to know what it is so so it, it just it frustrates brian the shit out of me that I have to see Selena Vega pretty much lose in, in almost hardly even five minutes. Thankfully, it got to the five-minute mark. It's just – it's ridiculous, dude. 
I, I, honest, honest to God, it's just like we're, we're, your active talent is like legit losing. In they can't even last more than five minutes. And I just I don't understand how that makes somebody look good. I, I really don't. Um, so again, going back to this match, Rhea Ripley dominates early. She's mocking the Puerto Rican crowd. Freaking Selena Vega brought out a a sandal. I mean, I guess if you're if you're Puerto Rican, you the know, chocolate. like the, la chancla, right? Exactly, throwing that into the freaking ring. I thought that was kind of funny. That got a, a little laugh out of me. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Um, Selena Vega hits the six one nine, paying homage to Rey Mysterio, um, and then she goes uh, to the top rope. You know, paying homage to Eddie Guerrero. She does like the whole Eddie Guerrero shimmy. She hits a meteora to Rhea, to Rhea Ripley. Um, and then Rhea Ripley says like, all right, I've, I've, I've played enough games. I'm, I'm ending this. And she hits the riptide for the W. Uh, post-match, she does get a really nice little standing ovation. So she gets a nice little ovation from the crowd. She's getting very emotional. Um, you know, the crowd is on their feet, you know, giving her a nice little applause. Um, it was a nice little moment for, for her, um, you know, and, and props to her for that. I'm sure that, you know, that's a moment that she's probably going to remember probably for the rest of her life um, oh, and, and more props to her in that aspect. So um, this is this is this is tough. Um, this is this is really, really tough because I loved the way that the the crowd was behind Selena Vega. I, I really did. And again, that that's kind of the notion of this whole show and how awesome this crowd was the entire night. Um, but I'm going to, but Brian, I'm before I, I give more of my thoughts, I'll send this off to you. Uh, your thoughts on this match, the between Rhea Ripley and Selena Vega, as well as your tally for this match. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess I ultimately probably feel a little bit differently, man. I mean, to me, this was just for the moment. It was to me, it was the best moment of the night. Um, granted, like, I feel that Rhea kind of, at least in this match, should have been booked that way. I think you have to, right now, you have to book uh, Rhea as, you know, a monster. Um, and yeah. For Selena, no, I, like, I, I, yeah. So, yeah, and for Selena, like, we talked about it a, a few weeks ago. Like, like we knew what this was going to be, right? There's, There's been no... Should should WWE yeah. have I mean, built should be a better shocked, story yeah. or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. But they didn't, and we knew they weren't. So, for what it was, you know, for Selena to look, I, I'm not going to like be the one to put like a cap on what she's going to be able to accomplish in wrestling. But in that moment in Puerto Rico with her family, with her people, with I mean, yeah, she's probably. I, and this is just me speaking of kind of how I would feel at the moment. Like, there's probably never going to be a bigger wrestling moment, you know, in, arguably in her life. I mean, that's that's fucking incredible and, and good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'll uh, never should anybody who, who gets the opportunity to have something like that. Like, whether, you know, Selena's not necessarily or hasn't been booked as, like, one of the main women stars. You know, she's not in any championship picture, you know. But if you have an opportunity to to give somebody that has been in the business and has put in work and has she's done a thing or two in this business, so for her to get you know a moment like that, fucking fantastic, man! Absolutely, I, I, yeah. I'm here for that all day long. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, the match itself. Um, I mean, could it have gone longer? Yeah, sure. Um, 
but I, I, I'm okay with like, cause you know, Selena had that, that moment kind of there towards the end where again, she hit another beautiful fucking DDT. So shout out for her executing it and reselling it. Um, she goes into the six one nine and then the tribute to Eddie, you know, um, all of those things, you know, fantastic. And I, I kind of like the way, um, it ended like it, from Rhea's perspective, you know, cause you could see like, okay, you know, Selena's getting the momentum here. I got to fucking put an end to it. And that's the kind of persona she is. Um, so I was okay with it. Um, again, I, and, and going forward, like, you know, I don't think this, they're going to turn this into any type of, a big few, you know, there might be an overall feud between like the Judgment Day and, and LWO, but not necessarily between Selena and Rhea. So I'm okay with this being a one off match, and Selena gets that fantastic moment. Um, Rhea comes out looking strong. So uh, I, I think it's a win all the way around. So for me, I'm putting that one in the good too. I, I kind of enjoyed it, and I love that moment for Selena. Yeah, no, no, and, and fair enough. And and here's, and this is where I I, I came to across uh, across hairs here because even though this match legit Ryan pissed me off because again because here's the thing with Selena Vega right yeah she got the she got the nice little ovation from the crowd and well deserved and, and and she and 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 I'm happy for her and it was an awesome moment to see, which is why I have a good because of that. Um, and again, I'm, and I'm being, <laughs> I'm being generous when I, when I put that into the good, because it was a special moment for her. And again, you know, it's gonna, it's a moment that she's going to remember, like I mentioned for the rest of oh, her yeah. life. Yeah. But in regards to this match, man, I, I, I'm sorry, dude, that this is, this, I, I can't, I, this is a, a member of your active roster. You know, it's just like losing in five minutes on a pay-per-view in a title match. I just don't understand what that does does for somebody. I yeah. don't get it. I, I understand we're talking more about the moment that she had after the match, but again, guys, like it's just what what's next for for Selena? She's just gonna go back with the LWO. The LWO is just gonna continue to be booked like shit anyway. It, it's just I, I don't understand why they couldn't just give them ten at least close to ten minutes. If that would if if they would have done that. There would have been no hesitation to put this into the freaking goods. Because again, and, may, and and listen, maybe I shouldn't be shocked, Brian, because we knew we we've spoken about this, and we probably knew that this was going to happen anyway. But but still, man, it's especially pay per views, and I speak about this a lot, even even on just on a weekly show. I hate when active wrestlers on your roster just lose in five minutes or less in matches. I can't stand it. You might as well put you might as well put freaking people like you know we mentioned about the Alpha Academy, Barry Horowitz and freaking the Brooklyn Brawler. You might as well put them out there because it's just you know and she and, you know and you give her and that's the least that they could have done for her was give her that freaking moment after the match. So, seriously, because they I mean, I mean just I just don't I mean yes should Rhea Ripley should be looking dominant. I one hundred percent agree with that as she should be, but to at the expense of freaking of Selena Vega to lose in less than five minutes when we know, yes, is she small? She's a small, I understand that she's smaller in stature. She's facing a taller, stronger Rhea Ripley. I get it guys, but she can go, man. This girl can freaking go. She actually did very well 
from the time that she was given. And if you notice too, Brian, like it, it took about, I want to say half of the match for the crowd to really get into it. Yeah, she got a nice reaction when she came out and during introductions. But for half of this match, which was about two and a half minutes, again, this was another low point in, in, in the night. But the half of the or the second half of the match, they, they got into it. But the first, but half of this match, this crowd was just not that much into it once they got through introductions and and, and the entrance and, and everything else. Just the truth. Well, so I, so I, I see that as a just a, you know sense of eighties. You know, watching different different types of crowds. Um, I think that's more of just a general like just that crowd in, in general, a Puerto Rican crowd where where their their face, you know, because the first half of the match, like Rio was dominating, talk, you know, taunting the crowd, whatever, and so yeah, they were kind of like you know. Maybe maybe too quiet, sure. You know, I don't know, but it. But then when the when that face makes the comeback, you know, towards the end, like it, it just I don't know. Like you, I, I feel like with a, a Puerto Rican crowd. Um, if you ever watch crowds in Mexico, it's a lot of the same things. It, it's like you'll get that a lot of the same type of reactions, which is just a, um, I don't know, almost like a, a built-in kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But I hear yeah. what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, and because here's the thing too. I mean, this is a title match. Like, this is a title match right. on a pay-per-view show, is it not? Like that. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying, man. It's just like we gotta bring some, pay, like some title match feel back again, right? Like the, again, this this match didn't. This this match felt no different. I'm even. I mentioned this with Seth and Omos. This felt no different to a match I could have seen on a SmackDown or Raw. Right. And that's just the truth. And listen, yeah, if mean, people may yeah, not like, like the words that I'm saying, you know, people may, you know, people may be screaming through the t their phones or their computers, wherever you guys are watching this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we appreciate you tuning in, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but still, it's just, again, I'm just being honest, man. I, it's, I'm just going with my gut, Brian. I'm just being honest here. So here's my final tally. I actually, I have two tallies. The first yeah. tally is a good for, for Selena Vega, right? Her, her moment after the match and before the match and the introduction. So that one tally goes to Selena Vega because it was pretty freaking awesome, and, and I enjoyed it. But the match itself, I'm sorry, man. That, that, it, it's, just, it's not, it's yeah. not pay-per-view worthy to me because, again, we can do better. And this next match, by the way, <laughs> that we're about to get into – explain it, it, you know, it kind of backs up everything that I've mentioned about these last few matches. Yeah. Um, of wanting to a pay-per-view just feeling like a pay-per-view you know it's just you know i'm not gonna again guys you know you may have liked it and people may enjoy the match and, and that's great and trust me i and i and i love selena vega and i'm happy for her that she got that moment but i'm not gonna lower my bar man i'm, I'm not gonna do it I, i'm gonna hold this this company accountable and if it's doing stuff like this and and again, I may be in the minority. I probably am in the minority, but I, you know what? It is what it is, man. Um, somebody has to say it. Um, and if it's me, then, then, so, then, then so be it. Um, but again, um, Rhea Ripley winning the match was the right call. Um, I love that she won the match. Um, you know, hopefully they have something for her moving forward. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, like, who's next. Like, what, who's what is... challenging? Yeah, exactly. So, but it, I it's guess... got to be a you got to build a feud, a story with somebody. Yeah. Like, so, so hopefully, hopefully they can yeah. get the ball rolling with with Rhea Ripley. 
Yeah. And for Selena Vega, like I mentioned, yeah, she got a great moment last night, but what, what, like, what is she going to do now af- afterwards? Um, yeah, and, and that's, that's, that, LWO, yeah. that, that's, and that's my, pr- and that's my problem, Brian. Yep. Um, because I, I don't know how this match just made her look good. I, I just, I don't, I just don't get it. Um, yeah, she did her heritage. She, she paid homage to the Puerto Rican crowd. That's awesome. But in regards to the match itself, she lost in five freaking minutes she's an active member on your roster this is a pay-per-view for a title on the line i'm sorry this was no better than you could have seen for free on on a smackdown show and that's all i can really say so right now um if brian if you want to also reveal your tallies of what you have so far right now guys i have two in the good i have two in the bad and i have one in the ugly so right now my score is too good and if you cross that ugly off that would be now four bad so two to four um is my score right now um and brian uh reveal your score if you may so uh we're basically just reversed i got four good and one ugly which and would be one ugly. Bad. so that so, would be four so to four two good. so we're in reverse yep. right now okay yep. so, so again you know and listen even even though my, my side is kind of is, is a little bit towards the opposite way again this next match can maybe alter that so let's let's just yeah. jump into it because i'm very excited to get into this as i'm sure a lot of people are excited to hear our thoughts about this match as well the street fight the san juan street fight bad bunny versus damian priest match time in length was 25 minutes man 25 minutes guys B- bad but okay, where, where's can i can i get some applause for freaking bad bunny seriously Seriously, I yeah. mean, this dude, I mean, like, let's be honest, guys. This dude is a platinum recording artist. This guy is a freaking billionaire. He's got more money than God, God knows what. I mean, <laughs> this right. dude, this dude does not have to be doing the stuff that he's doing. And, and this all. dude is going out his way to putting on just great fucking television, man. And yeah. I can't, yeah. and I can't applaud that. No small feat, man. That's, yeah, that's serious, seriously. I can't applaud that enough uh, yep. from from Bad Bunny. Seriously, as long as others, man, people like Logan Paul and, and other celebrities as well, even mm-hmm. you know people like Pat McAfee, right? Yep. Um, yep. I mean, these guys, man, they they just get it. They, they, like seriously, like they have from what they've been given, they have been doing better than legit eighty percent of the of the roster active roster right now. Legit. Yeah. Seriously, and I and I understand too, right? It's it's also easy to shit on these celebrities that come here part time or somewhat part time, right, and take up spots from active wrestlers. I get it, right? I, I understand where people where, where people are coming from in that aspect, but man, like after watching that last night, I, I mean, I, I don't understand how we can't give this dude his flowers at this point. Because oh, I mean, th- this dude is just going about his way and do, and and this is what I mean. It's just about, you know, just going, you know, just what what's 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 the word, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like just giving a shit, man. Like going up to management, it's like say, hey, like I don't know if we can pull this off, but let's grab this person and this person and let's make this a fun match for everyone to talk about, you know? Yeah. And it's not not just for Bad Bunny, but for Damian Priest in the process. 
And, and yep. I love that, man. People going the extra mile to, to put on entertaining shit. And I love that. And doing that at a pay-per-view, th- this is this is what I this is stuff that I always ask for, man. Just make shit fun and, uh-huh. and just make it entertaining and just make it make make it make sense and make it believable. And I freaking love that. So I'm, <laughs> there's a lot more I want to talk about this match, but I'm going to dive straight into this first and, and talk a little bit more about it. Um, so crowd with, has a major pop for Bad Bunny. I mean, this dude, I mean, the crowd is singing his freaking theme song uh, as he's coming out. It, it's like, it's like I'm in a freaking, it's like I'm in a Coachella concert. And I've never <laughs> been to a freaking right. Coachella concert. <laughs> like, bro, I mean, it was freaking electric. When this dude came out, like, I mean, bro, did, did freaking, did the glass shatter? Did freaking Hulk Hogan's music hit? Like, holy fuck. I, I mean, yeah. this dude, man, and more props again, props to bad bunny, man. This dude legit was a freaking star last night as he's been since he's got here. Um, so the crowd is just the way they're singing to a song. Uh, I just freaking loved it, man. Right from the jump. Like you're just invested. Like, oh, this is going to be extremely fun. He brings a shopping cart full of weapons to the ring. Um, I freaking love that as well. Um, so he's, he's, he's walking, he's strolling the shopping cart down the rampway as he's, as he's going towards the ring. Um, just an awesome, just an awesome visual, man. Uh, it was just goosebumps. It was just everything about that moment before the match even started was freaking awesome. Um, and then we get into the match. So, of course, there's a little stare down. Priest is shoving Bad Bunny. Um, you know, Priest is kind of, you know, he's teasing Bad Bunny. He's kind of like poking fun at Bad Bunny. And then, uh, guys, Bunny, <laughs> Bad Bunny hits an Oku driver. I mean, dude, this this dude's hitting Oku drivers. This dude's taking Falcon arrows. Like, like <laughs> holy fuck. This dude is taking this shit seriously, bro. And he's taking the bumps extremely well, like a legit professional. I'm like, holy shit. This dude is good, man. Seriously. Uh, Priest then hits a South of Heaven choke slam. Uh, referee uh, makes the count, and then uh, Priest lifts Bunny's shoulders up before the three count. Uh, which, and I love that. You know, it's like he's like Priest could have just pinned him yep, and, and yep. could have been done with it, but he was like, nah, 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 nah. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not done with this man. And this is, and, and I'm going to explain more about this situation as I explain this, uh, this whole, this whole match as a whole. Um, but yeah, just for, so I love that aspect of it. That's like the storytelling aspect. I, I really, really, really liked a lot. Um, Bad Bunny hits a spinning DDT and then a clothesline and then a dive from the outside. Freaking <laughs> Michael Cole's line was so freaking weird. He said something along the lines of like, it's like bunnies fly or something like that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> really? Imagine like, imagine you're watching, you're watching the show and someone who's not familiar with with wrestling just walks into the room and they hear that line and they're like, what the fuck are you watching, bro? Bunny's flying. I can't wait until Bailey starts ripping his ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Um, so, yeah, Priest then begins to leave. He starts to run up the or walk up the rampway. Uh, Bunny or Bad Bunny approaches him with a trash can in hand and then just gets meet with a, just a devastating boot to his face. Uh, against the trash can that he hits, he boots, he boots his head with the trash can. Um, mm-hmm. So the, that steel trash can gets hit in his face. Um, the fight continues through the crowd. They fight on topping a bunch. They fight on top of like some staging equipment in the crowd. And then guys, yeah. Priest hits a Falcon arrow off of that staging equipment and through a freaking table. Yeah. I, I mean, guys, the bumps that, that, and this is, and I say this a lot about Shane McMahon. 
Like people just shit on Shane McMahon just to shit on Shane McMahon. Why? I don't know. When this dude goes out of his way to every time he comes back because he, again, he's the only McMahon in this family that has a fucking set of balls, you know, because, and guys like, and he's already, and he's already, and he's a, he, he makes a lot of money, not from his dad, not, not, not from his dad's money, but he, but from his, but from his other businesses, businesses and such. Right. So he doesn't have to come back and do this shit. Right. But he does it because he loves it. And when he comes back, he wants to make it entertaining for the fans and bad. Bun- and that's the same type of the same type of feel that I have for bad bunny, a guy that doesn't even have to do anywhere close to what he's doing in this match, but he's doing it anyway, taking these devastating bumps. And again, just more props to him, dude. So he takes a devastating freaking Falcon arrow. Um, the referees and, and, and uh, officials are coming to check up on him. Um, and then, so this leads back into uh, the ring or outside of the ring. Priest misses a roundhouse kick and hits the post. So now his ankle, his foot is pretty much injured. Um, and Bad Bunny starts to, he takes like a steel chain and a steel chair. And he's like targeting that, uh, you know, targeting that injured ankle or that foot or whatever. And then the judgment day get involved. So this is where, this is where I like to, to call matches that are being overbooked. Right. <laughs> this this match was overbooked as fuck, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna explain most of that in just in just a second. Um, so the judgment day get involved. Rey Mysterio then comes to the aid. And then guys, Carlito Caribbean Cool yes. freaking comes out. His I music spit hits. In the face. He gets I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. I freaking oh my god, man. They gets a major freaking pop from the crowd. He comes out there freaking looking big and buff and sh- as shit. He looks freaking awesome. Um, gets a major freaking pop. Um, so uh, again, Finn Balor, it's only Finn Balor and Dominic out there, you know, coming to the aid of, of priest and then guys, and then we go a little old school, right? Then we go a little old school. We go to Savio Vega for Savio yes. Vega guys, music hits for a lot of you old school fans. That name should sound freaking familiar. That dude gets an instant freaking pop. He was actually backstage earlier in the night Handing yeah. Bad Bunny was like a custom-made kendo stick. I freaking, I freaking mm-hmm. love that. Um, just ev- everything about this was so cool. He does. He just and alongside the rest of LWO. So like Dominic and, and Finn Balor are just laughing at this dude. It's just like they're looking back at the ring, like, oh, let's just attack this dude. Like, dude, you're old. You're washed up. Like, it's two of us and one of you. And then the LWO, their music hits, and they stand side by side uh, with Vega. Um, and then, you know, Vega just drops Balor and Dominic in the free, in the process. Um, and then everybody just tr- retreats to the back and then we go back into the match. Um, so g- again, guys, like there's so much shit is happening, but it's so much. Yeah. Freaking f- this match has yeah. been fun as shit, man. For the most yep. part, I kind of just stopped watching or stopped taking notes and, and just, and just kept and just glued my eyes to this, to the TV screen and watched this match. It was, it was that damn fun, man. Um, but yeah, freaking Bunny applies a figure four uh, leg lock, and then uh, you know Priest gets out of it. You know they continue to go back and forth at one another. Um, you know Bad Bunny hits some chair shots, and then Bad Bunny finishes it off with a Canadian destroyer and yeah. pins Damian Priest for the one, two, three. Bad Bunny wins this match. He is victorious. Uh, the rest of the L- the LWO, Carlito, even Savio Vega come out. They all celebrate in the ring. The crowd is going just freaking berserk. Um, and yeah, man, that is the match. That is the segment. Holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, that that was freaking that, that that was unbelievable, bro. Was this so? Here's the thing, right? And and Brian, I'm gonna get to you because I've done a lot of talking, so I'm gonna get to you in just a second. Was this match overbooked? Hell yes. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. When when I love though when matches are overbooked because that tells me a company gives a shit. And when overbook is done, and when you overbook a match properly, it can become a, it can become really really fun. And that and this match was a prime example of that. So what, yeah. was this match overbooked as fuck? You're damn right it was. But was it fun as hell? Absolutely. Um, th this match from start to freaking finish was just it was just all it was just it was just awesome, Dan. S seriously. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, and Damian Priest as well. I, I, I want to give another applause to Damian Priest. Um, so, like, this, dude deserves, this dude deserves his props as well um, because yep. this dude lost nothing. And, and I mean nothing from, from this um, because here's the reason. You know, I mean, you only had Finn Balor and Dominic out there, right? Those were his only two. Those were his only two guys out there. And then freaking Bad Bunny has freaking Savio Vega, Rey Mysterio, Carlito, and the entire LWO. So that's right. a, something that Damian Priest can fall back on, as well as early on in the match, where he could have just won the match straight up with that South of Heaven choke slam, but he decided not to. So that's right. something that he can also fall back on. So Damian Priest is going to be fine, guys, because I know people are like, there's some people out there, Brian, that are kind of skeptical about Damian Priest taking this loss. Guys, Damian Priest is going to be fine. He's going to be just mm. fine, man. Um, and, and this and this dude came out a bigger star than he ever was uh, going into this match. Um, and seriously, th this dude deserves his props. And Bad Bunny, I've said enough about Bad Bunny and how just amazing this this guy has been since he started this journey. And, and yeah, man, from top to bottom, this, this was freaking awesome. This was a worthy pay-per-view freaking match. Um, that, that was epic just on just many proportions. This is a match that you would pay money for. And this is a match that you would want to go back and watch again and again and again, Brian, your thoughts, my man. Yeah. I can't say enough about this. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, one of the highest points of the night, um, both, uh, bad Bunny and Damian priest delivered, uh, God, there are so many ways I could start here. Um, I'll start with Bunny. Um, as you mentioned, and, and we've mentioned a few times before, like, you know, some of the Logan Pauls, the whatever, Bad Bunnies of the world, like, coming in here, uh, you know, got to give them props for what, what they are able to do on a, you know, very, very limited base, you know, knowledge or experience in the ring. Um I got to tell you, man, you know, this is going to sound probably silly and it, it's a very small thing, but it's like a huge just tell for me uh, watching. Um, so anytime like a celebrity or somebody, uh, uh, you know, that's not really in the in the business comes in and, and has some kind of spot in here, mm -hmm. you know, what's a really easy way to tell, like if they're actually like putting in work and taking it seriously or they're just kind of out there. So the spot where you'll have, uh, you know, opponents, their back is against the ropes, and normally you're running at them and you clothesline them over the top rope, right? But the person delivering the clothesline has to hit them with some some force to get that momentum going back. Because a lot of times you'll see, you know, it's clearly not enough, and then you're relying on that person to 
to basically force himself to flip backwards, right? And it looks fucking ugly. Um, and I know it's really simple. It's it's not like a huge move, but it's such a um, like if somebody hits it right and it look it looks good, like you you know, like they're putting in work or like the fucking details. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, throughout the, the rest of the match, I mean, hitting a Falcon Arrow, um, or, or taking the Falcon Arrow, I'm sorry, off, you know, onto the table, I mean, mm-hmm. a hell of a bump. Um, you know, he's hitting DDTs. I mentioned the clothesline, the, even the figure four leg lock, right? I mean, he's he's performing all these moves at a just fantastic level, man. Like, he really, really is. Um and he's doing well, like telling the story promo wise, and while in ring, right? In ring psychology, he's doing well. Um, so yeah, man, he just knocked it out of the park. I mean, really, really did. Um, and Damian Priest, um, dude's a star, man. He's he's going to yeah. be a world champ someday. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it might be a few years off or whatever. You know, who knows? Yeah. But he's on his way. Uh, he's he's absolutely on his way, on his man. Way. Yep, yep, for sure. That that dude, he he gets it. Um, again, on you know promo, mic work, in ring psychology, being able to perform in ring, absolutely. He's mm-hmm. he's nailing it. Uh, and then also, like to your point of being overbooked, I get it. But yeah, last night, um, no, but in man, a good way, like no, yeah, in a good right, way. Right. In a good way, that this felt, was overbooked. That felt like territory days, man. Like it, it just had that feel. And that, like, yeah, you're right. It was electric, man. Like, just, you know, Savio Vega, Carlito. Oh, Carlito, man. Jeez, let me get into him for a sec. Um, you know, I, I know it's probably, I just haven't, you know, researched it. I'm, I'm probably, it's not that hard to find or whatever. Uh, but I, I kind of don't know what happened to Carlito. I mean, he was a huge star. And I know there was some controversy with him and I don't even remember exactly what that was. Yeah, I, I don't remember. And then he's kind of been, you know, I know he's been on independence here and there. Yeah. Um but man, uh, you know, just speaking of like LWO, like I don't know if there's any if he, you know, could be in talks with a contract at WWE or if this was just a one night thing. Mm-hmm. But like if he were to come back and be a part of LWO, well you might have something, man. Um uh, that mm-hmm. could be pretty good. Yeah. But again, that's all. I, I have no idea. It was just, it was just fun to see Carlito out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all in all, man, the match was good. The storytelling was good. You know, I don't mind all the people coming out there because again, it just, it had. I, I can't even explain it. Like you'd have to go back and and, and kind of revisit the '80s territories. It just had that feel when they all yeah. started coming out. It, it was good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this is what I mean, man. Like, you know, this is what I mean about shit being great, man. Like, this is what I mean about, you know, us not lowering our bar, right? We could be getting right. more stuff like this if we just hold this company in, in, in AEW as well. And we're going to talk a lot about AEW over the next couple of weeks. Like I said, you know, they got Double or Nothing coming up. They got Wembley Stadium this coming summer. You know, if we just hold people accountable, this, you know, we could get more shit like that what you saw in this match last night, you know, yeah. and that's, that's why I, that's why Brian, you know, we have this platform, you know, is, is, you know, is the, is, is voicing out and calling, calling the shit out the way, the, the way that it needs to be called out 
to get more shit that we got last night, which is freaking, and it does wonders for Bad Bunny, and it does wonders for Damian Priest in defeat. And and but here's yeah. the thing though, Brian, I'm gonna disagree with you for just one second. This match wasn't good. This was fucking great. <laughs> yeah. This was freaking great. And for that, guys, I didn't put two goods in this. I put freaking three in this. And as you can see, the this is now five to four. If you cross this ugly out and you put it and you put two bads in it, this is five to four in the good column. So just yeah. like that, in the snap of a finger, this pay-per-view changes in the blink of an eye. So uh, so two matches in. And, and now, and now the tables have have turned a little bit. So before we get into this uh, coming event here, Brian, your uh, your uh, your tallies, your updated tallies with uh, uh, with with this pay per view. Yeah. I'm going to give that as a great as well. Um, both for you know, Bad Bunny just delivering um, in ways that uh, just you know aren't aren't generally expected from you know, an outsider like that, um, both again, in, in storytelling, in, in ring performance, Damian Priest, uh, you know, you had Carlito, Savio Vega, LWO come out there. Uh, yeah, just fantastic all the way around. Um, so I give it a grade as well. So I have a total of, uh, so six goods and one ugly. Nice, 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 nice. All right, you guys, it is time to get into the co-main events. Our co-main event was the Bloodline. You have the Usos and Solo Sokoa versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, your tag champs, and Matt Riddle, a.k.a. Scooter McGee, is what we like to call this man. So match time in length was 22 minutes. So, all right, right from the jump. I like that. 22 freaking minutes in length. I like that. For the most part, man, this was a solid six-man tag. For the most part. Um, the story, you know... The storytelling played a good part in this, which I also liked as well. Um, you know, it, it's it, it was actually a traditional six-man tag to start off. The pace was nice and slow. Um, loud Olay chants from Sami Zayn, by the way, um, <laughs> right. which was which was pretty freaking which was pretty freaking cool. Uh, but yeah, the pace was nice and slow, um, and I liked it. I liked I liked the start of the match a lot. Um, and, but then of course, you know, towards the match or towards the end of this match, that's when the, the circus, the schmazery kind of starts to come into play, which you kind of knew what was going to happen anyway. Um, Jay Uso slams Kevin Owens head into the steel steps. I want to know what goes through Kevin Owens, head every time that's bro. bro he's hit the same spot for a while. <laughs> like he, like he's been in this spot, like a lot over the past several months. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to know right, what right. goes through his head. When he's about to take this bump, seriously, because like, oh my god, bro, <laughs> bro, I don't know how many concussions dudes had, but holy shit, man! I mean, holy fuck! Yeah. Yeah. It's just like seriously, it's like every time I I cringe every time this dude takes the spot. I'm like, oh my god, it's just like because again, you never know, dude. Like one bad little mistake, and this dude's like, this dude severely does have a freaking concussion. Yeah. Seriously. Um, so Jimmy accidentally super kicks his brother Jay, and this is where the storytelling really comes into play here. Um, Kevin Owens and Jay Uso, they exchange blows, they go counter for counter. Um, you know, and then Jay Uso then is face to face with Sami Zayn. Um, you know, he's yelling at Sami Zayn saying, This is your fault. So kind of, you know, kind of all in ties of the history with the bloodline and right, things right. like that. You know, we we've talked about it before, Brian, kind of the it's kind of been just the same story for the most part, especially with these three. 
Matt Riddle just added in there, just in the most nonsensical, just hor- just the worst way imaginable. Um, it's just everything yeah. about this ever since Mania has just been off. Um, but however, however, so um, so Jay Uso he goes for his hip attack and then Solo Sokoa blind tags uh, Jay, and then Jay blind tags Solo Sokoa back. Um, and then both men exchange words. And then this is where, again, things get chippy a little bit. You're starting to get some storytelling, which I freaking love, man. Um, which is what I was, this was the part that I was definitely, when I was talking about the latest SmackDown reviews that we talked in the past about what I was intrigued for, right? You know, this whole situation right now with the bloodline as a whole and the cracks getting deeper and deeper within this faction, um, especially in regards to solo, you know, the Usos at this point, they pretty much, especially Jay is starting to kind of see like the red flags at this point, like something's not right here, especially with the tandem now with solo Heyman and Roman kind of just directing orders through phone calls, <laughs> calling Paul <laughs> Heyman and such. Um, but yeah, so they exchange words to each other. Um, with that distraction, Sami Zayn hits a Halula kick. Uh, first to Solo, uh, Jay ducks out of the way and then hits Solo with the Halula kick as he's on the ring apron. Um, and then Jay, and then he and then of course Jay Uso then also takes a, a Halula kick as well uh, later on in the match. Solo breaks up the pinfall. Kevin Owens hits a stunner to Jay, uh, to Jimmy Uso. Solo hits the Samoan spike to Kevin Owens, and then Jay Uso comes up from behind to Solo. And then Solo just like just within with instinct just grabs Jay Uso like he probably thought it was Matt Riddle or something I guess, and he's grabbing onto Jay, and then he's like oh and then he realizes it's Jay Uso but then he starts to like his wheels start to turn like who shit maybe I should just drop this fucking dude right now <laughs> right, right? right um and then like and Jay Uso is like looking at him like were you really just about to drop me dude like you knew it was me like what like what 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 are you doing like I'm your brother dude like what what's going on. Like you're really about to hit me, bro. Um, and they're just a, they're just going back and forth. Um, and again, freaking love it, man. I love this type of storytelling. If you're gonna do six man schmoz circus matches, at least do shit like this. Um, so I I, I I like that in that aspect. Um, and yeah, guys, so when it's all said and done, um, so solo so yeah, so they almost so solo Sokoa almost hits the spike to Jay. They are, they exchange words. Um, Riddle hits a bro Derek to Jay Uso. Um, however, Solo hits the blind tag, so Riddle doesn't know that uh, that he tagged himself in. Solo then gets into the ring, hits the Samoan spike to Matt Riddle, uh, pins Matt Riddle uh, both shoulders to the mat, and picks up the W for the Bloodline, and that was it. So Brian, I'll have you start, and I will get into my tally and my thoughts as well. Your thoughts with this co-main event, this six-man tag match between the Bloodline, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle. Yeah, this is where it starts getting really hard for me um, because, like, you know, was the was the match itself okay? Like, did they execute their moves well and shit? Yeah, uh, they did. But um, and, and I do, I do like the aspect, you know, the the. The story of the bloodline is still got going on with Solo, but the rest of it, even with KO and Sammy, um, I'm just fucking over it, man. Uh, yeah, you know, even even down to the, to, you know, so uh, you mentioned it earlier where Jay had uh, Sammy over in the corner, like 
I'm pretty sure I can go back over the last few pay-per-views or Raws or SmackDown or whatever and literally find that same sequence where yeah, he's, exa- you know, exactly, shouting that. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's just like I, I, I'm, I, I'm ready for this part of it to be over and, you know, Riddle and KO and, and Sammy are going to Raw. So I, I guess at least for now, this is kind of the end of it. So fucking good and just go tell the story with the Usos and Solo. Um, so yeah, overall, I mean, I, I give this, a, this was a bad for me just because of the same, the same story, um, literally the same sequences that we've already seen. The fact that Riddle's in there for like three weeks out of fucking nowhere. Um, yeah. Just the whole that whole side of it is just completely fucked. Yes. Yeah. The, the the Usos and Solo. Okay, you you have me intrigued there. You're like, yes, I'm waiting to see what happens. But other than that, yeah, ugly or bad. I'm sorry, not ugly, but bad. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. No, and and like I said, you're you're definitely not wrong. And this is where it also gets hard for me as well because, yeah, for, for the most part, it, it's it, it's definitely. It's it well not definitely it it's it it's it's the same shit that we have seen for yeah. for months now. Um, here's where I'll put the slight edge over it, Brian. Is that this? At least now we're starting to see the tables starting to turn in regards to this because this turn is going to happen with the Usos, oh, yeah. and hopefully, hopefully it happens when Roman Reigns is in the building. Uh, next week on SmackDown. To me, that's when they should do it. I'm glad they didn't do this turn in the match. I know I talked about, um, as what we we both did, about maybe this turn happening at Backlash, which was last night. Um, I'm honestly glad it didn't happen because I think this moment is, you know, should happen when Roman Reigns is in the building. Yeah, all four of them need to be... be Need to be there. They yep, need yep. to be in the same ring at the same time. And That's even the probably turn. Heyman too, probably. And Heyman, Heyman exactly, well. alongside with yeah. Heyman. Um, yeah. It needs to happen. Um, and and but and but that's where that's where Brian, I can kind of give this uh, not really a pass, but more of the good that outweighs the bad. Because was this no, just another six you. man yeah. tag that I could have seen on a on a on a SmackDown or Raw? Absolutely. Um, yep. But it's it, it's it's this new. I don't know if you want to call it a new chapter or whatever the fuck this is, but at least we're starting to finally get that sequence to where the bloodline is officially going to partially go their separate ways in regards to the Usos and Solo Sokoa, Heyman, and and Roman Reigns, right? So at least we're starting to finally get there. It's taken them a month, but at least we're getting there. So I guess beggars can't be choosers, man. Um, and it gains a little bit of my interest to see if that turn does happen. Um, and honestly, I believe it should happen. And when yeah. it does happen, it's going to be pretty freaking epic, especially when Roman Reigns is going to be in the building. Yeah. So because of that, again, this was very tough. It, it was This was yeah. very tough, man. Yeah. I could have easily put this in the bad alongside you, man, seriously. But because of this whole this whole deal with the bloodline, and the bloodline had to win this match. Um, even yeah. though I don't like tag champs losing it, and that's where I'm also tough in the situation. Take, too. Yeah, Riddle took the pin, you know, Riddle yeah. took the pin and then, 
Solo yeah. Sokoa gets the pinfall, so Solo Sokoa continues to look dominant, which I fucking love. Yeah. Um, but the the bloodline had to win. Uh, the bloodline winning this match, I, I, I liked a lot, and it, to me, it makes the most sense. And because of that, this match, you know, again by the skin of their teeth, <laughs> is going to go into the good. So right now, I have six in the good. I have two in the bad and one in the ugly so um and yeah so that is where we're at so man six to four so i mean in regards to my point of view and my board it was looking pretty freaking bad it was two to four now it's six to four (laughs) and then we get to the main event oh man this is where this is where things may have to go into a different direction as well um and, and again it's i (laughs) <laughs> let's just dive straight into this because there's a lot to say about in regards to this main event. So, um, so yeah, just to kind of recap as well with my board, um, that one good obviously came from Bianca and EO Sky. Um, the other good was Selena Vega and, you know, the moment that she got with Puerto Rico, the standing ovation, uh, that deserved its good in its own right. And the three other goods was just from that Bad Bunny Damian Priest match and how great that shit was. So those are the six goods. Uh, the bad was uh, was Omos and Seth. Nothing about this match pretty much excited anybody going into it. Was it good? Yeah, but nothing. But that was just all it was, man. It was just a it was just a good match. Um, <laughs> and you know, it was just it, that's it's not pay per view worthy. It's a match I could have just seen on a SmackDown or a Raw. And of, right. and the other bad was this was the Rhea Ripley and Selena Vega match. I just did not like the fact that Selena Vega is losing. Is, is is losing in five minutes for a title match on a pay-per-view. Again, I understand it's Rhea Ripley. She's your champion. She needs to look dominant, but not at the expense of, his Selena, of, of Selena Vega. I'm sorry. It, it just can't happen, man. And that one ugly and Brian were both in the same boat with that was that United States Championship match, that triple threat. So that is where we're at. So it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, man. We're six. It's any – it's 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 – you know, it could go either way at this point. So it all comes down to this main event. So let's dive straight into it. Main event was the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Match time was 10 minutes. That's probably shocking to some people because this did not feel like 10 minutes, but it was 10 minutes in length. Um, Cody Rhodes uh, hits a suicide dive to Brock Lesnar during Brock's entrance. So Cody wasted absolutely no time. Um, Cody then hits Brock with some chair shots and the steel steps before the opening bell. Um, Brock, once the match does start, Brock takes control with some soup, you know, just suplex after suplex after suplex, you know, just sending pretty much in a nutshell, sending Cody Rhodes to suplex, a suplex city, bitch, right? That whole (laughs) shtick, right? Remember that? (laughs) Oh man. Um, remember, I remember the peak when that suplex city stuff was happening. That's when it was freaking really, really freaking cool. Um, but yeah, so the top turnbuckle gets exposed. So one of Brock Lesnar's suplexes, uh, Cody Rhodes lets go. He was holding on to the turnbuckle. He lets he lets go of the top turnbuckle. So the top turnbuckle is exposed. Uh, Brock Lesnar he hits that exposed turnbuckle as Cody sidesteps him uh, from the ring ropes, and now Brock Lesnar is busted open. He's bleeding everywhere. Um, after some Cody cutters, disaster kicks. And even two crossroads, Brock Lesnar kicks out at two and nine-tenths. Brock Lesnar hits an F5. Cody Rhodes kicks out. And then, guys, 
I shit you not. This this is where I, I, I'm just completely baffled. Brock Lesnar locks in the Kimura, the Kimura lock, and he's got it locked in pretty good. Cody Rhodes, he he then he he then he uses his momentum to guys get ready for it. The awe-inspiring, ultra devastating. Get ready for it, Brian. Get ready for it. It's the awe-inspiring. Roll up finish. That's right, guys. I, I'm not fucking joking. Cody Rhodes rolls up Brock Lesnar for the W. And not only that, Brian, but this dude runs away as like as fast as he can up the rampway. Like, like, like he's legit, like he's James Ellsworth when he defeated AJ Styles. I'm taking my W and I'm just getting the fuck out of Puerto Rico. Oh, man. Oh my God! Look, before I send this off to you, Brian, because I have there's a more I need I want to say about it. Cody Rhodes winning this match, I, I, obviously this was the right call. We know that, um, and I'm glad he won this freaking match because I know there was talks about Brock winning, and I was about to go even more ape shit if he would have lost this freaking match. But guys, man, so you're telling me, right? And, and this match overall was was actually was pretty solid. I actually was fine with this match yeah. the way this was going. Um, was it great? No, but was was it was it decent? Yeah, I'll give it decent. Um, but you're telling me after disaster kick, Cody Cutter, crossroads, two of them, may I add, but it's the roll-up finish that keeps Brock Lesnar's shoulders to the mat for three seconds. And, and Cody Rhodes, like, he just looks like a schmuck. He's just like He's cowardly just running up the fucking rampway. Am I missing something here, Brian? I, I don't know how honest I can be in yeah. regards to explaining my feelings about this, about this match. Listen, Cody Rhodes winning was, was, was the right call. I, I get it. And I like Cody a lot. And we have spoken very highly about Cody Rhodes um, ever since he's came back to WWE, even in AEW. I, I've always spoken highly about about Cody Rhodes, even his entire career. But this, bro, a roll-up. This is what Puerto Rico has to go home to, right? They get to leave. This this night ends with Cody Rhodes rolling up Brock Lesnar, cowardly just taking his dip W and, and running up the fucking ramp, and the show ends. And that's it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, they, they can't be serious. Th that's how you end the show? C come on, man. What, what did this accomplish? Yes, Cody Rhodes won the match. That's great. But why couldn't... I mean... Again, Brian, I, I don't know if you're more, more baffled than I am, but th this finish was just so bizarre to me. It makes... It didn't make... This did not make Cody Rhodes look strong at all. I, I, I don't understand. I just... I don't get it. I really don't get it at all. So I, there's more I want to say about this, but Brian, I'll, I'll, I'll turn this over to you. Your, your thoughts on this main event, as well as your, uh, your tally for this match. Yeah, I, I don't know where to start with it really. Um, yeah. Like you said, up, you know, up until the ending, uh, yeah, the match was pretty decent. Um, uh, dude, the, the way Brock was bleeding. I, I can't remember a WWE performer, Bleeding to that degree in, in quite some time. I mean, that was, John, John, that hey, was, John Moxley would be proud, by the way. <laughs> that was that was a quite a good amount of good bit of blood there. Yeah, um, yeah. 
but yeah, the uh, it just uh, Cody Rhodes, man. Um, dude, I, I don't like. What the fuck? Maybe are they is thinking? it? Maybe it's possible that 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 Cody is in on this and part of it, and it's all a work. But it really just feels like. You know, he he went out there, said "f you" to the WWE, made it on his own, and they are not. Uh, I don't know, you know, because the theory is, you know, after losing to Roman, right? So again, and, and you know, not like WWE has come out and said this, but the prevailing theory is kind of like, oh, they're going to do you know Cody's version of Hard Times, like that story, right? Um, because the other option is, which is quite still, you know, still quite possible with them is that they've created this title and Cody's just going to win the title that as we've discussed is going to be fucking horrible. Um, but if you, if you're going with this hard time story, this match that you just had, yeah, it was a brutal match, but uh, yeah, the, the roll-up finish for the win, like, and then it's, it's yeah, running realistic. up the ramp, it's like it's, oh, it's unrealistic. God. Like, how, like how can I how can I think this is realistic? Big, big old Brock Lesnar getting rolled up, guys. It yeah. it wasn't the disaster kick. It wasn't the Cody cutter. It wasn't even the two crossroads. It was the roll-up. I've seen Bobby Lashley get rolled up. Hell, I've seen freaking. I've. Seen, I mean, has freaking Omos gotten rolled up? You're gonna probably see Omos at some point at get freaking rolled up. <laughs> I've seen everybody underneath the sun lose in this fucking finish. Like, it's not. It's not believable, guys. Yeah. And it, it, it tarnishes Cody in the process because it makes him look like a fucking schmuck. He's just cowardly running up the ramp. Like, it's like like he's. I, I don't understand. Imagine if Stone Cold, right? Like rolled up, like Kane, the Rock, right? Or the Kane, Rock, or, yeah, or Kane, or Taker, like or... Kane. I'm thinking of just big man, like the, the size yeah. of Brock Lesnar, right? Like Kane, right? Back in the day with Kane and, and, and Stone Cold. Imagine if Stone Cold rolled up Kane and then just cowardly just ran up the freaking ramp. Seriously, I, I, again, yeah. guys, I'm just I'm trying to compare. I'm just trying to compare Brian from from your generation to to sure, shit sure. like this of what's believable. Yeah. You're telling me this shit's Brock getting rolled up is believable, guys? Come on, man. Yeah. And this and that's how you end the show. And Puerto Rico's probably like, oh well, I mean, Cody Rhodes won the match, yay! But man, shit, can is Bad Bunny gonna come back out? Because I need. <laughs> uh, it's just God. And I don't I, know what they're doing, bro. I, I don't know how. Thing. I don't understand how how this makes anybody look good. Seriously, but continue. Yeah. So just just with Cody in general, like. I don't know where you go with him in general. If you if you have him win the the title, you know because of a tournament, yeah, that shit. If you're trying to to book a, a hard times deal, and you just had him win in a roll up to, there is nobody bigger and badder than Brock. So, how going forward, what is going to be? The hard time, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I, me- and you I, I mentioned that weeks ago. Like what? Like what is what is Cody Rhodes going to do? Is he's going to go after a world title now? <laughs> that that's 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 the hard, and he's going to lose the tournament probably to Seth. That's the hard time, right? When he could have just yeah. he could just be holding on to fucking titles. He could just be yep. holding on to to those two beautiful titles that Roman Reigns has 
you know, sipping on his pina coladas and having a six month fucking vacation. Right. But no, yeah. but this, and this is where we're at with Cody. It's just, I, I don't, and listen, maybe Cody Rhodes could be into it. I don't know. I just don't understand how anybody could think that this is a good idea to, to I mean, yeah. bro, the amount of momentum this dude had, and now he loses to Roman and he beats Brock, but in an unrealistic roll up finish. And we still don't have a reason for the match. And there's been no re- <laughs> right. There was no reason up into this match why Brock Lesnar is even targeting Cody Rhodes in the first place. The, yeah. the build to this has been shit, and the result and the ending of this match was shit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, guys. I mean, listen. We love Cody. We all love Cody, and we. It's good to see him back. It's good to see him like get this top spot in the company. But guys, we gotta call shit out the way when it needs to be called out. This was fucking horrible. Yeah, this was. I mean, this and this ended your show. You know, it's just it, you again. You might as well would have had Bad Bunny and Damian Priest end the show. Seriously, that no, that would have no, been a better a bigger send off to, to a pay per view than this shit. Yep. It's just ridiculous, yep. man. So Brian, before I get into before I make my tally, you, you go ahead and make your tally. Uh, yeah, uh, the floor so- is yours. So for this one, yeah, uh, that that goes in the ugly for me. Um, so with uh, my final, I got a uh, six good, one bad, two ugly, which translates into six good and five bad. Um, and and two of those, uh, two of those good. One was for the crowd, and yeah. one maybe I was being just over generous with the Omas and Seth thing. So I mean, it was it was kind of a all in all, it was a wash for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah. All right, man. So, look, and, and, I'm in, and I'm in the same boat as you, man. And I hate to do this because I love Cody Rhodes, man. I've, I've, been, I've been supporting Cody Rhodes for the right reasons um, in regards to since he's been back in WWE and getting this big push and getting this momentum and, and the momentum that he genuinely has with the crowd. But yeah, ever yeah. since WrestleMania, this dude – and his booking has took a major fucking fall because of the the dipshits like Vince McMahon, Triple H, and suits and ties back there. It's just again, I don't know if it's sabotage because he's an AEW freaking he's an AEW guy, right? You, know, you he's really not gotta a, wonder, man. I mean, it's not like I don't I don't know, bro. Politics. I mean, that's like goes hand in hand with wrestling. I just I don't know? understand it, man. Yeah, it, it so. makes no sense to me. At yeah. all, so so here's here's the deal, guys. This was not bad, and I again I feel bad to do this, right? There's I can't put this into the good. That that's the first thing, right? And this was not just bad, right? I can see some people. Oh, this was just a bad ending. Just you know, just just put in the bad column. N- no, guys, this was fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. The match, right? I mean, the match was fine. It was decent, but the build up to this match, no explanation. Right. There's no reason why these two are even these two dudes are even fighting at all. And the ending to this match was I can't even call it subpar. It was legit shit. It was straight up garbage. And for that, guys, that gets a huge, huge freaking ugly. So as I write my final tallies, so those two tallies, they get crossed off into two bads. So. We we now guys have a tie. 
Six to six. Yep. But now here's the thing. I did leave off a tally in this, and Brian, you made this tally early okay. on. Actually, the very first tally of the uh, show. And this is where I become also extremely generous. And this is where WWE just with the skin of their teeth gets away with this shit. And that was the Puerto Rican crowd, that Puerto Rico crowd in San Juan last night. That crowd they were saved that fucking yeah. show. Yes, Brian, they were fantastic. And WWE, whoever, whoever, you know, makes deals of where they go to overseas, make some more shows in Puerto Rico because this yeah. crowd gets freaking electric. Forget Saudi, forget fr Puerto Rico is where it's at, dude. This crowd 100%. brings the electricity yeah. in a, into a fucking show. This yep. show, this crowd made this show last night. Seriously, mm -hmm. if it was not for this crowd, this show would have been a fucking dud. And because of that, I, I man, can, yeah, go ahead, go like ahead. You, just speaking of, like, just think of that first match, right? Bianca and Io. Now, for, you know, the way you and I watch wrestling and have been fans, like, you and I, I think, would have still, you know, that would have been an enjoyable match. They would have performed. But you take that Puerto Rican crowd, that same match, you take that and put it in, like, I don't know, fucking Bloomingdale, Indiana, completely different match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 you're not wrong. If, if this was anywhere else, any, any other venue in the States, this, this just would have felt like another, another SmackDown or a Raw show. Yeah. Seriously. It, it was that, it was that freaking horrible, but thankfully for this crowd, it, it had that pay, somewhat of a pay-per-view type of feel. Mm -hmm. And also you can also thank as well, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest as well yeah. for that yeah. awesome freaking match that they had. But yes, guys, because of this crowd, and because it was the turning point of this entire show, this, this crowd gets a good in the tally for me. And because of yeah. that, guys, by the skit of their teeth, right, by the hinge of their life, this pay-per-view is seven in the good and six in the bad. Those two uglies get crossed off into two bads with six total bads in the column. And yeah, and yeah guys, like I mentioned, by the skit of their teeth, Right by by a hair, this that WWE backlash, May sixth of twenty twenty three, was slightly, just barely, by the skid of their teeth, was a good show. And again, you can thank that Puerto Rican crowd for making that show and bringing in that electricity. WWE, please come back to freaking Puerto Rico because that that crowd, man, that just. That's just that's how professional wrestling should feel when everybody yeah. is so electric and into a show, regardless of who we like or dislike. Right. You know, people have people have people who they like, who me and you, Brian, maybe don't like. And that's totally sure, but that's sure. totally fine. But when everybody is 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 cheering and people are praising a show for the right reasons. Yeah. Right. And and we're and everybody is standing shoulder to shoulder and 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 coming as a community to 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 make professional wrestling great that's when it becomes special uh -huh. and the puerto rican crowd brought that energy last night because they get it they know and they're into it man they're passionate fans you know there's yeah. a, you know people like sylvia vega and or sylvia vega excuse me you know carlito you know this this is a this this is a wrestling this this heritage knows their professional wrestling, dude, and, and it shows, yeah, man. Absolutely, 
Um, and yeah, like Puerto I said, Rico man, has always been a, you know, even going back to the territory days, um, that was, you know, obviously not in the mainland of the States, but uh, Puerto Rico, um, is, it, it has a rich history in wrestling. Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so just to recap guys, Brian, if you want to, you, you're more than welcome to put up your board as well as I'm going to here. There you can see, I have seven in the good, just to recap, seven in the good, six in the bad and two in the ugly. Those two uglies got crossed off in the two bads. And like I said, guys, just again, this is, and again, there's Brian's board right yep, there. Uh, I'm pretty much the same with you. I got, I got six in the good and, and five in the bad. So. Yeah. And guys, th this, grand, it was the crowd. This is <laughs> the, is yeah, difference. right. Exactly. Ex absolutely. The crowd yep, is what did it for, for this show. Yep. And guys, th this is, and I'm sure Brian, I'm sure you feel the same way in regards to your board. This is as honest and a as fair as I can be. Seriously. Yeah. I, I mean, if again, and, you know, again, if it wasn't for that crowd, this could be a completely different story of a show. So that's just, that's just yeah. on. And, and that's what I, I'll always bring to this platform guys is, is, and, I, and Brian, I know you will, you'll do the same as well is, is just being honest and just calling shit out the way it needs to be called out, regardless of who, what we like or what we dislike, we call shit out when it needs to be called out. And this is as honest as, and as fair that we could possibly be. So that is going to do it guys for today's episode. This was another edition of the good, the bad, and the ugly for WWE Backlash um, May 6th, 2023. We will be back on Tuesday to talk some Monday Night Raw as the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. There is a lot, and I mean a lot, that me and Brian are going to save in regards to that whole situation. So make sure you guys stay tuned to hear our thoughts um, for that show, as we are, like I said, we have a lot of things to say in regards to that whole situation, but today was just about backlash. We wanted to keep the focus on WWE backlash. So if you want to hear our thoughts about the world heavyweight title and this tournament and the people involved, so make sure you stay tuned for the Monday night raw show that is going to be, uh, on Tuesday as well as Thursday. Uh, we are back with some more AEW and AEW dynamite, you know, continuing, uh, to get closer and closer to double or nothing, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. And of course we'll sprinkle in, you know, as we always do about NXT, as they get closer to NXT battleground, there's going to be a lot of wrestling, a lot of content coming up this month uh, during Memorial day weekend, as those two uh, are going to go head to head on Sunday night, NXT battleground, as well as double or nothing. And then we are back on Saturday for SmackDown, you know, does the turn with the Usos, and Solo and Roman happen. You know, Roman Reigns is going to be in the building next week. Um, he's being advertised. So does that turn happen? I'm sure there's going to be a lot of build in regards to that. You know, what's next in regards to the bloodline as well as if, another. If not, if not, it'll be at least another three months, two, two to three months. <laughs> right. See Roman again after that. Yeah, exa <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but all of that will be coming up on uh for Friday, uh, for Friday night SmackDown and for our show on Saturday, as well as another edition of our top five list, um, for the week with a little bit of a twist. We won't, we won't, uh, we won't, uh, tell much about it. We you know you guys got to stay tuned next week. There'll, there'll be a little bit of a twist with that whole top five list. It won't be just your top five, original top five wrestlers of the week. It'll be a little bit of a, little bit of a twist, um, in regards to that show. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Of course, like I, as always, make sure you guys follow us on our social medias. Uh, make sure you guys uh, follow us or join 
our Facebook group. We are up to about 64 members right now. So let's continue to up that number, continue to spread the word, join the freaking community, join the best freaking wrestling community that there is out there. Um, continue to, sh uh, to uh, follow us on our Instagram as well as our TikTok. Uh, that is uh, ruthless underscore talk. So make sure you guys follow us on those platforms. We are very uh, heavily producing content over there as well. And yeah, man, just continue to spread the word, continue to, uh, you know, to stay tuned for more future episodes and just continue to support um, this platform. And we, we appreciate everybody always tuning in, uh, regardless whether you're watching on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We always preach you, appreciate you guys tuning in and supporting the show. So, Brian, before we end this year, your final thoughts uh, in regards to backlash and everything as a whole. Yeah, it was kind of what I expected going into it. Um, you know, it, it was just, it was average, you know, um, nothing really to write home about. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see where we go, uh, you know, head with the draft. Um, there's a couple people, you know, I'm looking, looking to see where they go with EO Sky, Damian Priest. Um, you know, I, I just, God, man, I, I hope now that, I don't know, maybe WrestleMania, now that that's kind of all settled in the past, you got through backlash, you've done the draft. Okay, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. and, and now, I don't know, just, just you know, get some storylines going and start building some shit. Because um, it, it's really been lacking since WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. So, WWE dodged a bullet. For, for, for today, <laughs> you dodged a freaking bullet. So, yeah. but moving forward, we may not be so generous moving forward um especially as we get closer uh to SummerSlam and in the summer so like i said yeah man wwe dodged a bullet because maybe next time we may not be so generous next time thank you guys once again for tuning into this episode that is going to do it everybody my name is james porcelli i'm brian thomas and we are both signing off saying salute peace out and take care everybody